Because I'm the counter, you want to know why? I don't care. My plan is to harness the energy of babies. It should be a lot of fun. That's what we call at home, all foam and no beer. That would be no problem. So then I was like, yay! Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. I won't say it because it's a herald. It's a terrible word. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Sorry. See, here you are, Friday, you know, a dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Hey, everybody, today on a Friday, we're in with the tutelage of our general manager, Apollo 11. And the United States landing on the moon 50 years ago today. You know, there's been less hubbub about that than I was expecting. Well, Trump said something mean. Is that it? Or is it just it's been so long ago? There's a good chunk of uh, the country that uh, wasn't alive, obviously, when it happened. So, I don't know. I was reading a really interesting article the other day about how we've become the amnesia generation. We the people, there's a remarkable lack of knowledge of the major historical incidents in the last 50 years or so, or 100 years. And maybe it's that we're just so present these days. We're just so amused. We're so staring at our far- smartphone. Our smartphone, he almost said, folks. Uh, thank God I didn't say that. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 we just have no interest in that sort of thing. You know, that's funny you would bring that up. I was I was watching a um, an interview with Henry Kissinger yesterday about China. And he was talking about how uh, their um, their culture and certainly their current li- leadership has such a long view of history compared oh, yeah. to us, uh-huh. and so they're they're working to uh, to achieve global dominance in a very on a very slow pace. And our culture is more than ever. It's like, what are we going to have by the end of the week or the end of the day? Right. I mean, there's there's no laying the groundwork for for centuries let alone decades or years, right? and how that works to our disadvantage, um, that mindset. Well, I, I would say that was true in the 1970s when Kissinger was uh, you know, setting up the visit to China and the rest of it. I would say now it's, it's way beyond that. I mean, in terms of if, if, if the engine of democracy is really the steam that the people create, then uh, we're just creating much, much less steam, I think, or it's in a different way. Now, because nobody's paying attention at all, except to the for to the momentary. Right. That would explain why the fiftieth moon landing is not getting the attention I thought it would. It's right. just you know we're more we live in the present so much, and it kind of fits in with the news of the day with with Iran shooting down one of our drones right. and everything like that. Kissinger was talking about how uh, uh, China, and I'm sure it's true for Iran. China. They they have and would get into a military dust up. And something that we would look at as a, you lost, they would think of, okay, we, we, we tested there to see how you would react. And now, you know, in decades to come, we know, you know, planning ahead. Where in the United States, our attitude would be, we won, we won, or we lost. 
and really get into the the immediacy of the the conflict. Right. For China, it's just part of an overall goal, a long term goal. Probably the same with Iran. Probing. Yeah. Right. Probing and yeah. Uh, you know long term uh, trying to get other countries to come together or get a you know divide them apart or whatever. Mm-hmm. And part of that is a democracy because you have different terms every couple of years and they have completely different strategies. Sure. They don't do that in China or Iran either. Interesting. Um, uh, anywho, moon landing 50 years ago. Let's introduce our... Allegedly. Ale- allegedly, right. you got to throw in the allegedly. Because- no, you, if you're an idiot, you do. Would an some- idiot. Would somebody please Google for me what percentage of people think the moon landing was a hoax? I'm always surprised by that number. Uh, let's introduce everybody in our little Gemini capsule. There's Michelangelo pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, good. Um, I'm starting to think more and more about... Urinating saving... in his own space suit. Here's Michelangelo. Oh, boy. No. Uh, I'm starting to think about <laughs> saving for retirement. Actually, I mean, just I've been saving for some retirement, but I want to add more to it, to my 401k and Always stuff. Always a good idea. So I've come up with better gas mileage. Uh, this morning, I got 46 miles per gallon on my car. Wow. Well, it's a downhill drive, and I coasted most of the way, <laughs> but I got it. I got it. It's going to balance out on the way back home, though. Yeah, Not that's really. the problem. No, that's that wasteful the problem accelerating. Is. And then less prepackaged foods, um, because that stuff is expensive. You know, I was thinking about it. I go grocery shopping once a week, and some of the things I'll buy would be eight, nine bucks, and you you figure four, you know, four times, nine times four is 36. Right. So, that's um, all money you can put put aside into a retirement account. Sure, and uh, then the health-wise. Man, that, that's one thing I'm trying to get away from. Anything that comes in a plastic bag or a wrapper or something is really not something I should be eating. That's a decent rule. Yeah. Rule of thumb. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, it's uh, Comic-Con, which usually indicates a, a huge trailer influx of movies that are coming out. A lot of times, uh, trailers are initially uh, premiered there, like the, the Top Gun Maverick. Uh, the new Top Gun sequel movie, uh, X decades later, uh, was was revealed there. Uh, his, Which is a hilarious idea. I believe it's called His Dark Materials. Is another series on HBO that got previewed that looked really good. But I knew that the one that people were going to be just yearning for me to do a trailer time with Positive Sean about was the Cats musical coming to the big screen. Um, so, uh, God, you couldn't make me go to that without bow and arrow. <laughs> Do you mean the, the Andrew Lloyd Webber Schmaltzathon? Yeah. Cats? Yeah, the, the musical Boy. Cats is oh. now getting the big screen treatment. And it's getting so much attention from your, your New York media crowd. And uh, so the trailer time with Positive Sean, you can watch me watch the trailer for Cats. Well. And now here is a teaser of me watching trailers on that. And you can get this sort of commentary. Why is the furniture so big? Are they supposed to be like cat-sized cats or human-sized cats? <laughs> That's good stuff. Why does that cat have a fur coat? There you go. <laughs> I have never been more confused by a trailer. Right? <laughs> Why does that cat have a fur coat? And, I where, get it. and where is that available? Uh, that is available at armstrongandgetty.com. Fantastic. I looked up the percentage of people who believe the moon landing is a hoax. I have that for you coming up. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, gentlemen, after two months of refraining from scratching my itch or making any investment in the sport, I bought a handful of scratchers, and after letting them marinate, I took out my luckiest old-timey quarter yesterday and began scratching. <laughs> All right. One card. Two cards. It's like the CNN show last night. <laughs> Three cards, no winners. Then on the very last card, bam, I score. 
and that means I will be breaking wow. out with the bacon. Wow. Wow. And, gentlemen... You're the best gambler I've ever known. That is not all. It is very likely there will be more pork products on Monday because of what appears to be a very fortuitous investment in sport. Wow. <laughs> Can you tell us what sport it was? Or? There is a golfing contest going on even and as things we are going speak. your way, okay. Yes. Fantastic. The Open Championship. Awesome. Yes. Well, your gambling means I get to eat better, so that's fantastic. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Friday, July 19th, the year 2020, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin now officially according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. Okay, Neil, we can see you coming down the ladder now. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. That's nice. I get it. Achievement. That's what he was getting at. So, according to the polls, somewhere between one in eight and one in five humans believe the moon landing was a hoax. According to the polls. No way he just came up with that line on the spot, right? No, that's oh, too no, good. He'd been thinking about it. Okay. I would yeah. hope that if I was going to be the first human being to right. step on the moon, I would have thought about what I'm going to say. God dang it, this is something in it. Can you believe this? <laughs> this is one small step for man. Who designed this ladder? It's a really good ladder. That little step at the end is very comfortable. Colder than I thought. Yeah, it's dusty. Uh, anyway, what am I supposed to do? Find rocks? Yeah, that would not have been a good. And he famously got the line wrong anyway. So Yeah. Really? Yeah, he says, well, it's supposed to be one small step for a man. Oh, and one giant leap for mankind, but he kind of said it fast. It works. Because what was his heart rate uh, as they were uh, descending? They say 168 beats per minute 6, or something. 6,002. Like I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Very high. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're taking this seriously. <laughs> uh, it was a beautiful moment, though. It was uh, a great achievement. And, you I'm know, no we doubt. had an emailer point out uh, the other day. We were talking about how primitive the technology was by today's standards. But he pointed out the other side of the corn uh, coin. Uh, nobody says other side of the corn. That'd be an odd experience. It's round. Generally, the, the other side of the corn is much like this side of the corn. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, unless you get one of those cobs that's kind of funky, you peel it, and that's so disappointing. Oh, boy. Anyway, the other side of the coin is that so much of that technology didn't exist when JFK announced we're going to go to the moon within 10 years. They had to sit down and say, our best minds had to sit down and say, how in the world are we going to do this? We need to invent a device that can blank or, you know, a, a, a technology that can. What, what sort of fuel are we going to? And all of that was invented. Well, that's where we got tinfoil and uh, cellophane and uh, um, Velcro and got a million other things. That right. Were invented right. That. Right. And of course, uh, another emailer that we didn't get a chance to share on the air, but uh, made reference to the fact that many of our most uh, important scientists were former Nazis. Hmm. Their pro- rocket program was that good. Fantastic. But you know what? We said, look, Hitler, the whole Nazi thing. Awful. Come over to our side. Picked him up as free agents. That's just smart. They got us to the moon. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, tensions and oil prices both on the rise after the U.S. shoots down an Iranian drone. And oil prices on the rise is the whole point of shooting down uh, things and a dust-up for Iran. Trump not pleased with the sender back chance, and the debate lineup is set for the next Democratic debates. Coming up. Fantastic. Who's on what night? And how's mailbag luck? Oh, it's outstanding. But first, we'll have to have clips of the week, so mailbag might have to wait. And the most amazing numbers behind the moon landing in my mind always. Excellent. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. (laughs) 
Armstrong and Getty. People who don't believe in the moon landing, they're they're jerking with the pollsters, right? They're just wise asses. I have a feeling it does have a, an element of that flat Earth society. Yeah. They just enjoy the argument. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which is fine. Sure. However you amuse yourself. You gotta make just sure don't get in Buzz Aldrin's face and call him a coward well, and a liar, or he will loosen your teeth at age 80. That's just a weird thing. My hero. Combative old men. <laughs> Love it. Mailbag, coming up in a moment or two. But first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Novak Djokovic in a historic five-set fight for a fifth Wimbledon title. That AOC and this crowd are a bunch of communists. They hate Israel. They hate our own country. You're not God or my father or my boss. That there is time, uh, if only briefly in this busy morning, to think of those three men and the burdens and the hopes that they carry on behalf of all mankind. Here is the thing that is happening in the kind of mega politics. This is the breakup of the traditional parties as we see them. But I'm surprised that so many Democrats are running on getting rid of it. The event is called Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. Maybe not, but they can stop some of you. It doesn't concern me because many people agree with me. These comments from the White House are disgraceful and disgusting, and these comments are racist. A bunch of grapes were recently sold for $11,000 at a Japanese auction, also at Whole Foods. <laughs> Uh, the restrictions are purportedly for blocking things like pornography, but apparently in YouTube's world, talking about the Ten Commandments and, and the nation of Israel is comparable and, and, and should be blocked. I don't have time to go with three different names. We'll call it Cortez. The Antifa. These are bad people. These are sick, bad people. Remember that. He goes home now to mommy, and he gets reprimanded, and that's the end. Sorry, mommy. Sorry, mom. Didn't mean to embarrass your mom. So here's the most amazing stack out of the moon landing to me. It always has been. We flew for the first time as human beings in 1903 and landed on the moon in 1969. 66 years from getting off the ground the first time ever to freaking going to the moon and back. You're impressed by that? That's not me. Sixty-six years is a long time. It's, it's, please, what were we doing? We forget what we were supposed to be doing. No, that's not impressive. Where will at all. we be sixty years from now? Well, you know, I would suggest that the the pace of change and growth of technology is even faster now. But it's difficult to imagine, partly because perhaps I'm a dullard, a leap forward of that sort from being not only earthbound. But with the uh, exception of the steam engine, um, really being kind of animal power bound, 
most human beings, you're on a dang horse. People didn't own cars in 1901, for instance, or, you know, the the car was starting to come on the scene more and more when the Wright brothers were doing their thing, but... Not um, many car people in the world were traveling by car in 1903. Most human beings were muscle-powered, and you wouldn't wouldn't have been going very fast. Right. Few homes had electricity, and... And, yeah, then we were uh, landing on, uh, uh, you know, celestial objects or, you know, other, uh, you know, other bodies in the solar system. I'm avoiding the word planet so I don't come off like the Daily News, New York Daily News, which is idiotic, and said that, uh, what did he say, that uh, John Glenn landed on another planet in 1969. (laughs) Ah, boy. So much wrong there. Yes. Uh, so we'll have some uh, excellent mailbag for you in a couple of minutes. There's really no time to delve into it. How much time do we have, Michael? Just seconds, right? Oh, we have a minute. Great. Uh, mailbag. Why not? Just a little bit. A little, little taste. Tony the Caustic Mormon writes, uh, that study you guys talked about where chimps bonded when they watched videos together. It's true. I watched a movie with a chimp and we had crazy circus sex after that. Tony, the caustic Mormon, I think you're Tony, the inaccurate Mormon. I don't believe you. I don't believe you have had relations with a chimpanzee. I think that was an attempt at some sort of stand-up routine. I, I, I'll thank you not to mislead us anymore in the future. Let's see, what do we have time for? I vote for calling the squad the squat, because that's when you do when you, what you do when you poo all over the place. No, that's no, not helpful. No, 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 no. Man, can we have something a little more... Uh, that's funny. I, I read ten texts in a row that made me want to smash the text line. Uh, what's so, uh, less input. That's <laughs> Friday already? <laughs> I found that uh, somewhat amusing. Marshall's News, which does include the story that didn't get covered on cable news other than Fox all day long. Iran shooting something down, us shooting something down. You'd think that'd make the news. Nope. No time. Trump said something mean. <laughs> So you'd think this whole uh, Iran story would be lead news. Uh, I mean, we almost went to war with Iran a couple of weeks ago. I would consider bombing the bejesus out of them, yeah, going to, a, to war. To a large extent, yeah. Um, and then they shot down, or we shot down, uh, we've each shot down something now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yesterday they got involved. Um, uh, they got close to one of our ships and we shot down mm-hmm. something. It didn't make the news on MSNBC. I watched three different shows where, in their teases at least, it wasn't included. No. How How is one of the main adversaries for the United States on Earth, we shoot down one right. of their vehicles, they shot down one of ours, not make your newscast? We almost killed a bunch of their guys and held back, and the not doing that was as big a story as doing it. Brian right? Williams, the 11th hour last night, where he sums up the news of the day, he led with... Stormy Daniels, the latest Stormy Daniels oh, dust up, then please. moved on to the uh, you know send her back chant, the 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 squabble between Trump and the four, and then some other dumb Trump story. Right. Didn't even mention the Iran thing. What? How are you supposed to run a country like that? Well, Almost going to war doesn't make the news now. Right. Right. I would suggest, and I've been suggesting this for a long time, that we have become increasingly adolescent as a society. We do not worry about practicalities, the making a living aspect of running a country anymore, and we focus only on the high school gossip. Everybody's just fixated by who said something mean. 
Like we're in the high school lunchroom. You still get to cover those other Trump stories you love so much. But can't you throw in at the top of the hour, hey, by the way, we got closer to war with Iran? Yeah, oh, well, my God. Yep. You are talking about a crappy, crappy news network. That's just amazing, though. Yeah. News now with Marsha Phillips. As you were saying, we had a U.S. Navy warship destroying an Iranian drone in the Strait of Hormuz on Thursday after it threatened that ship. President Trump calling it provocative and hostile, an action against the amphibious assault ship, the USS Boxer, and that it uh, responded in self-defense. Now, the Pentagon didn't say how the drone was destroyed, but a number of media reports are reporting that the Boxer used electronic jamming instead of hitting it with a missile. The downing coming amid heightened tensions between the U.S. and Iran after Iran brought down an American drone less than a month ago, also in the Strait of Hormuz. And I don't like the term drone because they're really planes. They're just planes without people in them. Pilotless planes. Pilotless fighters, even. Yeah. Although some of them are just equipped to surveil. Do you see this device they used to bring it down? It looked like a a, a mix between a cell tower and a set of bongos. Weird-looking thing. But just, yeah, if you can't control the drone, it's going to crash. And so that's what we did, allegedly. You can't let one get that close to one of our ships with a couple of right. thousand of our people on it. No, we yeah, literally a couple thousand Marines, and we didn't. But uh, part of what Iran wants to do is they want the world to think, oh, my God, uh, shipping oil is now terrible. The price of oil goes up because they're, they're right. all starving over there. Right. They're desperate for more oil revenue. And the funny thing was, do you have Iran's response to to the... Yeah, the the Iranians are calling it all fake news, and they're suggesting the U.S. military shot down one of its own drones. It's just trying to cover it up. We have all our drones. Our drones are fine. Yeah, they counted all the drones, and they were all in-house. That's what they're saying, basically. Recount the drones! President Trump is disavowing the chance of send her back... They were directed at Minnesota Democratic Congresswoman uh, Congresswoman Ilhan Omar during his rally in North Carolina last night. At the White House, Trump said he disagrees with the sentiment that was expressed by the crowd. They started speaking very quickly. It it really was a loud... I disagree with it, by the way, but it was quite a chant, and uh, I felt a little bit badly about it, but I will say this, uh, I did, and I started speaking very quickly, but it started up rather, rather fast, as you probably know. That was uh, pretty weak as disavowals go, but uh, it's mostly a fake reversy and kind of a fake response. So we're, we we're starting day six, by the way, of the uh, the back and forth over this little thing. Day six of nonstop news coverage for the people that are obsessed with this sort of thing. <laughs> six days. Yeah. And you see Brian Williams, by the way, in MSNBC? We got both those stories in. Both of them. Didn't leave out the we might be going to war with Iran part to get to the Trump stuff. Meanwhile, the candidates who will be appearing on the two stages over two nights of the second Democratic presidential primary debate, July 30th and 31st, are now set after a primetime drawing event on CNN last night. We're down to the final draw. We've been grouping the candidates based on recent polling. Uh, These are some of the biggest names in the Democratic race. 
The 20 candidates who qualified Good are dramatic being... dramatic music there. Yeah. That's awesome. The, the candidates uh, are being spread out again over two nights. The first night... Was Wolf Blitzer wearing a top hat or a cape or anything for this? No, just his usual boring attire. Yeah. I think a, a right. cape would have been great. Wearing, wearing master ceremony yeah, scarf. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he was wearing his usual blank look as well. <laughs> wow. Empty-headed, Never numb, he's, skulled he's, moron. He finished Celebrity Jeopardy with negative dollars. <laughs> right. The right. children's version of Jeopardy. He couldn't get in the positive, right? <laughs> the first night will feature top-tier candidates Senator Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, the two leading progressive figures in the field. And the second night features a rematch of former Vice President Joe Biden and Senator Kamala Harris. After Harris aggressively went after him in the first debate over his opposition to busing in the 1970s. So there are five candidates that matter. Where are the other, the other ones? Uh, Mayor Pete, yeah, he's on the first night. He's night number one with the okay. yep. yep. So, uh, so I, you know, he could stake out the "I'm a reasonable, moderate guy" ground uh, on that night and gain a few points. Absolutely. And I know you're also uh, very curious about uh, Marianne Williamson. She yes. will be on the first night as well. Ooh, yeah. So, Mr. Car. President, if you're listening. Well, so okay, so the first night's going to be pretty good. Both nights are worth watching this time around. Yep. I've got there are six candidates to watch. Five that could become the nominee, and her. Right. <laughs> Marianne Williamson. She's so entertaining. Yes. I'll meet you on the battlefield with love. Um, I had something else to say. Right. What, was I gonna what say? time works for you? Oh, I, believe, I believe they rigged it. There was no way they were going to let Biden and Kamala Harris be on different nights. Nobody. I mean, you but, don't understand. You live drawing. How could it be fixed? You don't understand showbiz. CNN and, wouldn't lie to us, Jack. And the news business <laughs> if you ended up splitting those two people up. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty show, The Conscience of the Nation. I really would love, as long as we're talking about America wasting its time, uh, I would love to waste some time researching that very question, investigating whether the fix was in. And Kamala and Joe just happened to be on the same night, CNN. Really? Well, you got a 50-50 chance, right? Mm, I don't think the math works out that way. No. Yeah, we, mm, I would. I was so never then, great so at the that, final that draw sort of had only four people divvied up into two nights. I don't oh, know if there's I, a fifty-fifty okay. shot yeah. of. I didn't yeah. see the way they were because yeah. if you had yeah. twenty people split ten ten. I'm, no, they kept working it down and working it oh, down. Gotcha. And working yeah, it down. Because they didn't want to have everybody in the top tier on one right. night. Kind of, right. They were trying to avoid that. Right. So, correct me if I'm wrong. And this is, I can't even believe I'm asking this. So, when they got down to the, what they say there were. The top four? The top yeah. four. The right. final draw. Because yeah. they did the drawing in three layers. Right. The nobody cares with group. The first draw. Right. With commercials in between? Yes. Yes. Oh, awesome. yeah. They stretched it out. Awesome. So they got the nobody cares group. The that's Was there possible, a band at any group. point? Or? No, but after each round, they would they would throw to the analyst desk. And they would... They, yeah. they, oh, I wow. I swear yes. to you, they even had like the John Madden like drawing on the screen. Right. And, then, and then you see Harris could go after over here, and this is going to be a conflict. And right. like, what are you guys wow. doing? Right. <laughs> right. But so my question is, when they got down to the, the big four, were there two slots per night open? Yes. So it was like a draft choice in that way. So, yeah, the fix was kind of in in that way. Yeah. You were never yeah. going to get all four of those uh, people on the Which same Which, again, night. is fine. You, you're, you're trying to, as a private organization, pick a candidate to run for president. You're probably better off with Biden and Harris on the same night. Biden's got to tell her to go back where she came from. Oh, That'd be such boy. a great line. <laughs> oh, wow. That, well, that, would get, that, would, that would get some coverage. And get attention. Yeah, boy. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're going to run through some of that a little uh, bit later. We'll listen to some of the audio from that. That That's where we are as a country. Uh, almost going to war doesn't make the news, and then another news channel is making a game show out of the debate selection. I will say that if they were putting their thumbs on the scale, the way they did it would have been, I feel, the easiest way to pull it off. It wasn't It wasn't like a, a, a bingo ball of right, a bunch right, of ping right. pong balls that randomly popped out. Right. There was much human interaction that led for for a simple the marking of cards could could be kind of figured all right, out. All right, that was a lot of words. What was the simple mechanism for choosing who would be on one night? They they put placards in a box and they reached in and pulled out a name and oh, reached please. in a different box and pulled out a name. Yeah, name. Oh, so easy. so if you did easy. the old put put the placards in the freezer for a little bit, you just feel in there <laughs> right. which one's the cold one. Very, wow, very man, nice. that's how the wow. Knicks got Patrick Ewing. Wow. Look into it. Wow, wait a minute. <laughs> Patrick Ewing. Wow. Is he running? Uh, more on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The capsule communicator, Charlie Duke, says... 60 seconds. Okay, 100 feet, 60 seconds. We better... Ease down is what I'm saying, but I don't want to disturb Neil by saying, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Right on. A little further, 30 seconds, but we're 10 feet. I figured, ah, we got it made. We probably had about 15 seconds uh, of fuel left. We copy you down, Eagle. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Roger, Twain. Tranquility, we copy you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. Thanks a lot. <laughs> That's beautiful. Wow, 15 seconds worth of fuel. Yikes. 50, years, imagine? 50 years ago today, three white males landed on the moon. Oh, jeez. You just, you know, that was well done, and yet uh, I hate you for it. <laughs> I admire you, and I loathe you. <laughs> Well, I, I was I was thinking during that, can we do that sort of stuff now? And like I said yesterday, the argument over the makeup of those three people would be so contentious. Oh my! And last so long. I can't even. Why? Why would you the bring races, that up? The races, the genders, the sexualities, the 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 whatever. Right. What kind of message does it send? That blah blah blah. We need to have one person that's not native-born. We have need to have one person that is a non-declared gender. Obviously, we need to have a, a woman involved, uh, different races, ethnicities, blah, blah, blah. Right, exactly. Different plus. Yeah. Or you find out all three of them voted uh, Democrat. So, oh, great, I'm not no. backing this Democrat mission to the moon. Right, so you Republicans gotta, start protesting. Yes, yeah, so you right. got Okay, so there. Just that. Then, you know, something comes out about the wage disparity between men and women among the people there in the room that no, are working boy. on the... Why are you ruining this? I wish they'd shot you into space. <laughs> this is a grand occasion for national pride and unity. All I see this is a, a triumph of fossil fuel. <laughs> and you'd have, I mean, there's so many different things. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's a good one. <laughs> I believe we should have used renewable energy to get to the moon. Oh, a white a rocket? Windmill. Really? If a white we, rocket? It, <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. For the millionth time, our greatest strength is not diversity. Diversity is great. But our greatest strength is unity. And back in 1969, we had uh, boatloads of it. Every once in a while, I get sucked into a missing persons story, you know? Uh, a lot of us do. It's kind of a whodunit crime drama. It's like watching 2020 at night. It's often you gruesome. got to be a, a, an attractive woman or, or a cute little kid. This is, a, this is an attractive 69-year-old woman. Okay. Usually not what the story is. What's interesting is she and her husband went hiking in the desert over 100 degrees. He comes back without her and says, I don't know what happened to her. He's the prime suspect, according to police. Okay. He swears he didn't do anything. One of the interesting parts about this is she's 69, and I assume he's roughly the same age. She was last seen wearing a black bikini and carrying a beer. (sighs) To hike in the desert? So she's 69 years old, walking around in the desert over 100 degrees in a bikini with a beer. There aren't that many women over the age of, like, 24 that wear a bikini out in public, um, but... Well, yeah, well, I, I grant you that. On the other hand, I find myself wondering, how'd you almost make it to 70, baby, if you hike in the desert with a beer in your hand in a bikini? And I'm guessing flip-flops. He, but he's a, they, they stopped their RV, decided to go for a little hike in the desert, and they're hiking around and walking around. And yeah, hike, walk, right. Sure. Yeah, exactly. You're walking yeah, around and yeah. just checking stuff out. My son, did, son and I did this in the desert just the other day, walking around a little bit, uh, checking stuff out. Um, he, uh, he stops. He's, I'm going to take a couple of pictures. Okay. And she's heading back to the camper, and he takes a couple of pictures, and he sees her go around the corner, finishes his picture. When he gets up to the corner, she's not there. Man, she must have gone fast. By the time he gets back to the camper, she's not there. He hasn't seen her. Yeah. He goes back, starts looking around. Well, anyway, the police have him as the prime suspect. Oh, boy. Yeah. You think he was tired of her act. Did something awful. Forensics or confession. The only way well, that's going to happen. He flunked the lie detector test, okay. but he says he was uh, he was tired. Inadmissible. And he was oh, right. It's inadmissible. You just use that to. Well, maybe I shouldn't I wouldn't, give away the secrets of justice. I wouldn't take a lie detector test. I would say, look, I'm I'm in a, not in a good emotional state. I know those things aren't admissible because of that fact. Right. Um, I'm not taking one. You're because, just trying to make me panic into confessing. Because if I fail, then I'm screwed, and I didn't do anything, and and he failed. And he says, no, I, you know, I'm, I, was, I was nervous, I was confused, I hadn't had anything to drink, I'd been out in the desert, blah, blah, blah. Just lost my wife. My wife is missing, she's the love of my life, please come home if you're listening, or whoever took her, bring her back. He thinks somebody snatched her because she's attractive and was walking around in a bikini with a beer in her hand. Which, out in the desert, you run into some strange characters. You yes. really do. Yes, I'm reminded of that. I have this yearning for, for way out in the mountains, America. I, it, I, I'm, just, oh, I'm a mountain guy. I saw Beautiful. some of the best of it while I was on vacation. Oh, well, and I'd love to hear about it. But listen, when you get out there, you realize, okay, some people are out there by choice because they think it's beautiful. Some people are out there because they've got to be that far away from the law and civilization. They can't function. There is all different kinds, which is what people who live out there like about it. Mm -hmm. So I was driving through parts of Nevada where some of these little towns, you know, are hundreds of people. And I assume, certainly from the looks of it, that there are no rules. Because there's there's like a little... No rules, just right. there's, There's a camper... And it's just it's just sitting there, and then you know, and then, then it's just dirt. It's just dirt and rocks everywhere. Yeah. And then over there, there's there's a mobile home, and then there's a decent kind of house. 
But it's just all kind of random. I, I think you just find yourself a spot of land and park your camper, and nobody's going to say anything. Who's right. going to say anything? Right. And then there's a lot of it out there, and some of them are really, really junky looking and and, and probably weirdos holed up in there doing meth or not, or poet, poets, or I don't know what. Right. Or really jumpy meth poets. <laughs> Or people who are super into studying rocks or just want to be left alone or or dodging paying child support or whatever the heck else. Sure. Yeah. There's a, there's all kinds of strange rangers out there. Four-time losers who just can't follow the law. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting lifestyle. I'd like people to, who just love lizards. I'd like to hang out in that community for a while. Would you? Get to know them. Yeah. I could do that easily. You ought to write a book. That'd be interesting. Hmm. I'd read it. My but, life among the desert folk. But he's he's concerned somebody like that snatched his wife. Or or he offed her and and, wow. and may have pulled it off. Wow. The good who done it. We got a name or something so I can you know recognize it when it comes out. So it comes Six, up. Uh, Barbara Thomas is her name. Sixty nine year old woman in a bikini carrying a beer in the desert. That's, that's the old man's story. Or does he have pictures? You know, he doesn't have pictures. That that that's true. That's his take on it. We don't know that that's true. I suppose. Right, right. He might just be clever enough to say, "All right, let's see exposure." Uh, you know, she might have been wearing a sensible pantsuit and had a uh, a spritzer in her hand. Right, exactly. Uh, a jug of water. We don't know. That's well. That's that's a mystery, Jack. Who done it? Oh, speaking of crime, uh, follow up on the snatch and grab robbery of my brother and his family in uh, San Francisco. Uh, boy, some great, great stuff from uh, cops who wrote in, dropped us notes from uh, citizens of the area. Uh, people of nearby areas where snatch and grabs are com- almost completely unknown because they patrol for criminals, they catch criminals, and they punish criminals. Like a five-minute drive from San Francisco where snatch and grabs don't ha- smash and grabs don't happen. Because they've criminalized crime. So really instructive and interesting. Great perspective. There's a buddy of mine telling me about a town in the L.A. area that he's from. He said they still don't hold homeless people because that town does not put up with it. In the right. L.A. area. Yeah. And L.A.'s got the worst homeless problem in the entire United States. Yeah. It's your politics. It's policy. It's not the weather. It's not just the economy. It's the politics of where you Income live. Income inequality. No, it's policy. Bums and junkies, my friend, and crooks. Round them up. Armstrong and Getty.